Welcome back to our latest episode of Captain's Corner. This episode, we have all four captains. Welcome back, guys. We have Landon Beatty, uh, Kyle Kastner, Mike Hinton, Markham Pakun. Great to have you all uh, here, here with us again. We're back. Good to be back. Thanks for having me. Uh, guys, we got big news. Uh, last week, we're now available on iTunes. So make sure you go to the Apple Store, search for Captain's Corner, and subscribe. Tell your friends. Uh, we need more people listening so we can keep this thing going. We got about uh, five more weeks of this left. So uh, we've been having fun so far. And we're just going to kind of jump right back into things as we're, we get going. So uh, obviously a tough loss on Saturday. Uh, close game, but Penn came away with a 13-10 win in Philadelphia. Um, Mike, I want to start with you. Um, it was a, kind of a defensive battle, a little bit of chippy game, a lot of penalties, um, but kind of given all the recent history, which we talked about last week, that really shouldn't be a surprise, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, we knew coming in it was going to be like a really competitive match. Um, they were like talking a lot up front, especially um, given like the history of Coach Bagnoli there at Penn. But um, we knew it was going to be a battle. I think we came prepared for that. I think defense did like, a really good job of like slowing their offense down. Um, Couple opportunities offensively late. Um, there was, you know, I'll say it. There was, a, it was a tough spot on, on the fourth down play, and then getting it, con converting that that fourth down, huge pit catch by uh, Caleb Pitts. Kyle, what was the, the mentality, of the offense, was you guys were getting close in, in in field goal range down down the stretch there? Yeah, I think it was it was basically not letting off the gas pedal, and I think uh, we never we never give up as an offense. We had a we had a tough game. We struggled in areas, and we shot ourselves in the foot a lot during the game. But I think we were in a position where um, it was definitely manageable to, manageable to go down, kick a field goal, and maybe even score, go into overtime. But um, it's, it's just something we learn from. And I think we, uh, we come back from it. And uh, it just shows us that we have some, some grit in us as an offense. And um, we're excited to get back at it this week. Yeah, it kind of looked like on that last play, the receiver slipped and everything. and kind of led to the interception. I mean, again, it's, it's unfortunate, a tough break. but. Talk about the character, you guys. It wasn't, again, a perfect game, but you still managed to find your way and, and have a chance to win the game and, and continue, you know, Mark, and just kind of pick up where Kyle left off. Yeah, um, I think it's important for us to realize that, like, the margin for error for all these games, going back to last year even, half of those games were very, very close games, very competitive games that could have gone either way. And that's kind of how a lot of our games have played out this year as well. And so just kind of understanding that that margin for error for those wins is so small and that we have to do every single little thing right. It's just kind of something that we need to build on a little bit more next week or this week. And I know it's tough for you guys as seniors to kind of look at it that way, but you know, how do playing in these close games help the team moving forward and try to, you know, you can build off of that and turn, try to turn them in the wins into wins down the line. Yeah, I mean, um, I look back to our junior sophomore year and and think about the close games that we were in from the the two and eight season to the three and seven season, and it's it's really um, a catalyst of of good programs. I mean, you got to go through those those struggles and and learn from from the losses. And I feel like last year um, we definitely took our experience uh, of close games into uh, into account and and really knew how to win games this year. Look, I mean, we're dealing with injuries, but uh, that's no excuse. Co Coach Bagnoli talks about our our margin of error, and, and it's it's ex extremely low now because we have some, some significant guys that are down, and we got a lot of young guys playing. But um, look, I, I think that um, we got a lot of fight in us, and, and now it's just learning how to close out those tough games. And 
Um, there's, there's guys that are going to step up and for the next couple of games, look, we, we know that we're in the gauntlet right now, but um, we're, we're ready to fight and we're ready to get back out there. We haven't even played close to our best yet. So um, we're just looking forward to uh, playing in front of, our, front of our homecoming crowd. And, you know, I know all you guys in the room are a little banged up, Landon, especially for you, how mm -hmm. tough it is to kind of be on the sidelines right now. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely not what I expected coming back for my fifth year being hurt, um, but I'm getting close. Um, it's tough. Uh, I, I, I love to bring the energy and, and bring that, uh, that passion, but um, it's hard to do it when you, when you don't have a helmet on. But I, I'm just trying to get the guys up as much as possible. I traveled last week down to Philadelphia, which was cool. Um, but look, I mean, for, for, the, for the guys stepping up, um, it, it's, it's awesome to see young guys that are taking a, a bigger role. And, and um, look, we, we knew that we had a lot of depth. and. We still do. We, we got talent across the board, and, and we just need to figure out how to uh, play our best game. Coach Bagnoli really brought it up in the post game and everything. And how do you stop yourselves from turning this into like a what if season with all these injuries? Like, how do you kind of make the best of these situations? Yeah, I mean, the, the key point is like we still have a lot of football left to play. Um, this season can go downhill, but also it can really end on a high note. We can win like the last five games, and who knows what could happen? You know, like everything we want is still intact. And so we have to keep that in the back of our minds. Like every time we practice, every time we perform on the field, that we have to know we're still preparing for something. We still have to go out there and win games. I think keeping that in the forefront of our minds is going to be really key. Uh, it, you know, like you said, it's it's a crazy league. A lot can happen, and you guys can play a big part of that with games against you know teams like Dartmouth and Yale and you know Brown and and Cornell still on the schedule. So does that kind of help you kind of keep things going? Like you know, again, Mike kind of picked up on that. But what do you guys? What else do you guys think? I'd say absolutely. Knowing where we were last year, being 6-0 and at one point, and then finishing 8-2, and we know that it can happen to anybody. We thought we were invincible last year, and so we're just going to play each game one at a time like it's like it's our last and go from there. There's nothing, nothing we can do, that, nothing we can control, so just control the controllable factors. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I think, I think the pressure is definitely off of us now, too. Um, I think we can go out there, have fun, um, try to play our best game of football, and especially with Dartmouth coming in here, homecoming week. They're five and zero, uh, and they're coming into our house and homecoming, and uh, coming off a really close game last year. They're going to bring uh, all their effort to try to beat us this year. But um, I think with the pressure being off of us, and um, really just coming out and playing Columbia football is is going to be fun. And I think uh, coming out with energy and a lot of uh, a lot of excitement for homecoming is going to be good for us. And that kind of leads me into the next point. So. Again, Columbia takes on Dartmouth this Saturday, 1.30 p.m. Uh, it's homecoming weekend, like Kyle just said, so there's a lot of great events on campus. If you don't have your tickets, you definitely need to do that soon. To purchase, visit www.gocolumbialions.com backslash tickets or call 1-888-LIONS-11. So looking ahead to Dartmouth, uh, they're coming into town. They've been obviously really good, 5-0 and so far. Coming off a 42 nothing uh, shutout win over Sacred Heart, um, they've been strong on both sides of the ball. So offensively, we we've talked in the past weeks about trying to stay aggressive, but how do you kind of do that with keeping in mind like taking care of the ball because they've generated a lot of turnovers. Isaiah uh, Swan has I think five interceptions, which leads the country right now. Markham, you want to start? Yeah, um, I think we something we've talked about in the past is focusing on ourselves. We 
Mike said the defense played a great game last game. The week before, offense kind of excelled. We haven't played a full game as a team together, and so that's what we're really excited to get out and do is play a complete game of 48 minutes of football on both sides of the ball and special teams as well. And so just not really focusing on what Dartmouth does well, but focusing on what we do well and using that to kind of as our key to success. Uh, I think I – think, uh through the first five weeks, we've been really good at uh, not turning the ball over. And I think um, if we just continue to focus on our job, focus on every play, focus on every drive, uh, that'll continue. Uh, Dartmouth is obviously a very good defense, um, probably the best that we'll be seeing through this season. But um, I think we're going to prepare well. I think that's always a key when win the game on, on Tuesday and Wednesday and Thursday. And I think the coaches will have us prepared and really just going out there and just not being afraid to make mistakes. I mean, you go out there and thinking about throwing an interception or thinking about fumbling, you're not going to play well, you're not going to play fast. So I think uh, it's okay to make mistakes. Um, even if you do have a turnover, we're going to come back the next drive and act like it never happened. So I think that's the approach we have to take. Uh, on offense, Dartmouth uh, runs, you know, two quarterback set with Wildcat. We've seen that before. Um, so seen it twice pretty much oh, with, in past games. Uh, what are going to be some keys for the defense to, to have another big game on Saturday? Yeah, so with Dartmouth, um, they don't really have like a lot of formations. Like what you see is what you get. And I think that the key to stopping them is just like just stopping it, honestly. I mean they're very physical up front. Like we know that when that the second quarterback comes in, he's going he's looking to run the ball. Uh, when the first quarterback is in, he's looking to pass the ball. And so just being able to read our keys and just do what we do best, I think we should be able to stop them. Yeah, I mean, this week uh, their Wildcat quarterback did throw throw the ball four times, so a little extra wrinkle in the game plan for you guys to, to look into this week, right? Yeah, I, I think uh, in the secondary and, and in the back eight for the linebackers, they, they run a lot of motion, so um, we, we need to have our eyes in the right places and, and know what our responsibilities are at all times. I, I think that last week the secondary really stepped up and played, a, answered the call from the week before, and I think we're ready to play our best game on Dartmouth or against Dartmouth. And look, I mean, if you look at the last three years, um, always this game is close, and it looks like we've had their number for the last couple of times. So um, we know that it's going to be a battle, and, and we're excited to get back out there and, and show show uh, show the league what we got. Yeah, I mean, close game. You know, kept the undefeated season alive last year at Dartmouth. Uh, what are some things that we talked about last week? Uh, the last year's Penn's game. What are some things that stick out about last year's Dartmouth game? You know, all, knowing that this year's game is going to be probably a little bit different, but uh, talk a little bit about that to kind of get refresh people's minds. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it, Mark. I think on. Mike can tell everybody what happened last year. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was it was a great ending last year, like ending on the game winning sack. I mean, they were really frustrated. I still think that kind of like sits in the back of their mind because they th they feel like they got robbed. So like coming in, they're gonna have like an extra edge to them because they want to. Um, Probably bring it back to us. I return the favor a little bit, so it'll be it'll be fun. Yeah. What are some other things that you guys remember about that game? I think one of the things I remember is us, the offense, coming out and having a very fast start. Um, we put up a lot of points on them in the first half. Came out or went into halftime with like a 17 nothing lead or something yeah. like that. Something something very wide a wide gap. But I think uh, again, like Mike said, they're going to come in knowing that in the back of their minds and come in and try to put up points against us. And it will be a different game this year, but I think we match up well against them. So hopefully we can uh, jump off to a, another fast start this year. Landy, you want to put a cap on this one? 
Yeah, I mean that that last uh, last year was was awesome. It was a full team effort and um, offense and defense. Look, it, it it started with the offense and um, Durs getting out there and, and throwing the ball across the field. Receivers making some big time catches, and uh, in the second half, it was the defense that stepped up with Mike Sack. I think. Uh, what we really need to emphasize this week is playing a full game, um, a complete game, both offensively and defensively. If you look at the offense, offensive side of the ball, you really see Josh Bean coming in on his own um, and, and really leading the offense. And he's, he's not the same quarterback as Durs, but he is more than capable to lead this team to victory and to lead our, our team. And, and so, look, uh, we have full confidence in our offense, full confidence in our defense, and we just really need to play our our best game and our complete game. And, and when we do that, you'll see that um, you'll see you'll see the the results on the scoreboard. Yeah, Kyle, we didn't get a chance to talk last week, but what have you seen out, out of Josh Bean too? Uh, you guys, you had a big game uh, two weeks ago with him and had some instant chemistry. So, how has that developed with you guys? Yeah, definitely a lot of progress week to week. I think it, that comes with in-game experience for a young quarterback, and I think uh, just getting the time down with all the wide receivers helps tremendously uh, every practice helps and just being on the same page with them uh, in and out of routes and in and out of practices is so helpful for him and it's helpful for the wide receivers too I think it gets gives us some confidence and um, we're we're fully fully confident in what he can do on the field each and every game and we're we're behind him 100% and he leads us in every game and we're excited for the rest of the season well, that's all I have for this week guys uh, so thanks again for taking some time. Good luck on Saturday. Again, Columbia faces off against Dartmouth. Homecoming game this Saturday, October 20th. Again, tickets are available. Uh, you can buy that for this weekend's game and for all remaining home, week, home games by visiting www.gocolumbialions.com backslash tickets or calling 888-LIONS-11. For folks who cannot make the game, it will be televised live on SNY, Sportsnet New York, the home of the Mets, and streamed on ESPN+. To sign up for ESPN Plus, visit www.espnplus.com. Subscriptions start as low as $4.99 per month or $49.99 annually. Thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week.